Hello and welcome back to No Highway Option, the cinema podcast where we answer the one question that applies to every film. Is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 sound masterpiece, The Pacifier? I'm Connor, I'm one of your hosts, and my favorite monster is Blobby from the Hotel Transylvania movies. He puke, he have a little son. It's funny. I'm your other host, Luke, and uh, my favorite monster is O.J. Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, condemning him for being a monster, but also he's your favorite. Yeah, Bronco Chase. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we have a returning guest with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. I'm Jess Soriano, and my favorite monster is this guy, which is the... Uh, monster oh. with the no eyes, but he's got them in the palms of his hands from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, we, I feel like we got his name when we did the episode on Pan's Labyrinth. Isn't I, it like, uh, face, 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 no face. Well, no face is face. spirited away. No, but isn't it a thing? It's I, like. I think so. Yeah. Scoochie. I don't know his name. <laughs> I just got Pale Man. Pale yeah, Man. Yeah, Pale Man. That's it. Villain's wiki. Well, in case you couldn't tell from that intro, which, you know, props to you if you could, uh, today we are beginning our journey through the Twilight Saga. We're going to be watching all five movies every other episode because the one film was suggested to us by Savannah. Uh, History with Twilight, I have never seen these in full before. Like, all of my Twilight knowledge came from pop culture. I saw this one. I didn't remember it. But I did see it. Guys, I was so, so, <laughs> so into Twilight. I was embarrassingly, so shamelessly into Twilight. I went I was around for that. To... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Luke saw the whole thing happen. It actually started in our high school's public library where uh, <laughs> one of our classmates was like, Jess, you should read this. And it had the, the pale hands and the apple Mm -hmm. and it was like it was everything 14 year old me needed out of uh a book full of terrible lessons and i lived for it i loved it i went to like uh one of those barnes and noble like book release parties (laughs) yes sirree i wore like a prom dress to barnes and noble like and like (laughs) So Is I that relevant the to the one. future of the films? Why did you wear a prom dress? They go to prom in this one. But that's yeah. like enough of a thing? It was the like enough scene? of a thing where it was like the theme of it. So everyone's like, get your prom dress and go to Barnes & Noble for a party. Well, yeah, because that's what cool people do in high school. Well, And it's like hard to plan a costume for Twilight because it's just like wear normal clothes and put in silly contacts, I guess. I yeah. saw the last Harry Potter movie at midnight. So did I. And a girl wore a pillowcase because she was Dobby. So I don't even want to hear it. That works, yeah. I was dressed as Ron. I was dressed as me. I, <laughs> I can see it. I was very popular that uh, night. I, I now, I don't know if Jess remembers, uh, we also did that. You're probably not accessible on YouTube any longer, but we're in a uh, like a spoof film of this movie. Really? Yeah. Damn right we were. <laughs> oh, and, and Luke's acting, impeccable. Amazing performance. Were you Edward? Luke's I think it was the dad. Uh, you were the dad. The best character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, it was perfectly cast. Uh, yeah. We love Charlie Swan. 
I love Charlie Swan. That he, I was as I was rewatching this, I was really like, like zoning in on Charlie Swan and just living for it. It was so funny. Well, um, and I couldn't wait to bring this up, Luke. I'm so glad that you did that spoof <laughs> because it was like right in that magical moment of YouTube where like spoofs weren't like a th- like it wasn't saturated with spoofs yet. Mm. So we were like very hip to the to the spoof scene. Unfortunately. And- it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we had a blue enough filter was really what the problem that, was. I also remember it was like a four minute long video and the, the girl who made it also released a companion video of like a 12 minutes of bloopers. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's Which a was like classic of just like making videos with your friends. The thing is 30 seconds long and then you have an hour of bloopers because you aren't professional. <laughs> Yeah, an hour of had to be there moments yeah. that nobody else is enjoying. Uh, but I love that. I uh, meant to look for that before this. I also think I've looked it up since, uh, and I don't think it's on YouTube, unfortunately. That's, but uh, that's a pain. I've looked a, for that uh, channel before for alternative reasons and haven't been able to find it. Uh, it's really a shame. The digital archives that that, that treasure trove holds. I mean, uh, we, we got a couple of weeks. We might be able to find it and post it to the Instagram or something. I believe in us. We are oh, strong. So good. Um, oh, man. But yeah, uh, I completely lost my train of thought there. Oh, yeah. I every thing, every movie in this franchise in my notes is the Charlie Swan saga. <laughs> I did like the dad. The dad. Uh... He's great. He's a he's a good dad. And he's just like doing his own thing. I, I don't know. I want there to be a spinoff series where it's him hunting the animal or serial killer that's <laughs> attacking everyone. I have a feeling that we'll get plenty more of him in the next four four movies. That's yeah, how many more of these more. there are. You know what's so funny is when uh, you guys said, uh, what'd you say, all five movies? I went five and then went, oh yeah. It, it <laughs> did like the a... YA trend of uh, we, you got one more book, two movies, which uh, only worked out for Harry Potter. Didn't it work out for the uh, the, the girl with the head, the QVC, the arrow shooting? I'm the champion. Games. Yeah. Well, QVC. But didn't she do a QVC movie like not oh, that long yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence did that thing about the mop. But like. Wasn't that like good? Didn't people love that movie? I, I thought it was a huge deal. I only know one person who saw it. It was someone's mom. And they were just like very good and then everyone else i talked to was like oh yeah the mop movie she uh i guess she has a mop oh i think it's like joy maybe joy sounds right i've seen clips of this movie it's the clips were really good (laughs) so the whole thing's gotta be perfect (laughs) i don't know that i've seen her in anything that i like really disliked off the top of my head what jennifer lawrence yeah i don't like don't look up I haven't seen it so yet. That's, so oh, that's you don't? no, not at all. I haven't seen it either, it, it but did, I want to. It didn't work for me personally. I don't know, but anyway, Twilight. Um, <laughs> or yeah, sounds like, like you looked up. I did, and I, I did, and I should not have. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, with the two book thing, like they did it with Twilight, which I think was. I think people have weird thoughts about it. I've heard of like how. One's mostly filler and the other's mostly action. Uh, yeah, definitely. And then they did it. Nothing. They did it with the Divergent movies, which is the funniest because the last one has Didn't never come it. out. 
Listen, I oh, saw really? the first Divergent yep. in Tory Lady's dorm room, and I really liked the film. The They released part one, didn't do great at the box office, so they were like, all right, maybe we'll like pitch this as a direct-to-showtime or direct-to-HBO movie. You know what? No, maybe it's a TV series. And the entire cast went, maybe fuck this. So the, oh, no. the Divergent series doesn't have an ending. It just stops. Wow. And it's that all because so of this weird trend of the last Harry Potter book's too big and like our fans are going to get mad at us. Hmm. I thought yeah. it really worked for the seventh Harry Potter. Yeah, it did. Um, there had been a lot of movies up to that point where it was like, we're not really doing the books anymore. And I think seven part one is one of the closest things to the books in the series. They almost, I believe you. They almost did it for Goblet of Fire. Would have been. I think anything after the third one could have been a two movie thing. But Twilight, anyway. Uh, yeah, you guys are going to notice that this series gets weirder and weirder. And you'll know what I mean when you get there as you we're not get there. to the end. Good. I mean. Not even close, Luke. <laughs> I'm aware of Renesmee. Which is great. I've seen the picture That's what of the I was baby going thing. for. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we love Renesmee. <laughs> that little freak. <laughs> Team Renesmee. Um, but yeah, so Twilight is focuses on Bella Swan and she moves from Phoenix to Forks, Washington. I don't I'm glad Anna Kendrick brings it up the movie because I don't understand how Kristen Stewart can be that pale and be from Phoenix. Yeah, what's up with that? And also, I would have loved some like sepia shots of Phoenix, well, and then <laughs> to contrast the very blue. Not in forts. the same stupid filter. The, the <laughs> Phoenix stuff is brighter for the most part. Mm. Like the color is mm. a little pitched up, but like it's it's blue. The movie's very blue, and I love it. <laughs> people love Washington. You know, people love going there, and this movie does it a disservice. <laughs> I mean, you got the part where he's up in the tree and you see and like, everything is still everything's a very still blue, dull but color. you see a really nice river, you see a cool mountain. He says hang on tight spider monkey, like, you know. Yeah, but Iconic. you are Eeyore looking at it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not Eeyore. Yeah, everyone is Eeyore. That's the, the POV in the film is you are Eeyore. I don't think you understand. I spent this entire movie giggling because <laughs> it's so silly. But visually, while you were giggling, you were still Eeyore. No, I was giggling. I was Luke, Tigger, you... if anything. Tell me more about what it feels like to be Eeyore so I can understand what you mean. You know, we know Eeyore, his tail fall off, him very depressed, his house made of sticks. And that's sort oh, of the aura. Oh, and you're saying like, right. <laughs> the... So like the perspective, <laughs> even though it's beautiful mountains and valleys and rivers, it's still like... <clears throat> Like yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, so, that exactly. So just <laughs> the blue bummed you out. The blue, I felt like I was Eeyore looking I at mean, all these things. <laughs> that explains how while you were watching this right before the record, I came down the stairs and you were just a head poking out of a blanket. <laughs> I was very close to falling asleep, <laughs> especially towards the end. I This is, as much as I enjoy it, this is front loaded to the first half. Like I agree. The best stuff. Like, the best stuff peaks at the baseball game, and then you go, oh, it keeps going, huh? Can you tell me a little bit about the best stuff? Absolutely. Let's see. <laughs> so, we've got Charlie Swan, of course, drinking that vitamin R beer, uh, which 
we googled and it is called where is it uh because chris uh future get past and future guest roommate joined me for it and the second he saw the r beer he's like well i want to drink that what is it uh it's called rainier beer but it is only available in the pacific northwest reindeer beer rainier not reindeer rainier r-a-n-i-e-r so let's drink it yeah uh i don't know set let's set up a patreon so we can go visit the filming locations of twilight and drink rainier beer we have a cool Perfect. beer store we can probably get some of it I, it wasn't available on drizzly near us uh, we looked rip <laughs> but that's yeah. great the just <laughs> great check <laughs> The silliness of silliness. The silliness Check. of everything is great. The baseball scene's iconic. They play in a thunderstorm because they bat hit the ball too hard. Muse is playing in the background, and you're just like, "Wow, 2008, man!" I, so 2008. I did experience those things. Yeah, and you didn't have a blast. I I just I don't know if that's the way that I would summarize it is that I had a blast. <laughs> Edward and Bella are kissing and then he gets so horny he flies backward across the room. He shot oh, right back. That did it for me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, uh, it is interesting with the whole Stephanie Meyer being Mormon and how this is like a oh. safe sex allegory thing. What? You didn't know this? <laughs> what a twist. No, I just thought she was trying to teach me how to be in a an abusive relationship. I'm like 99% sure that's the thing of like, it's like people think it's an allegory because she grew up Mormon. And it's, Wait, you came out swinging Mormon without checking first? I, no, I'm 99% <laughs> sure this was a thing. I, I have to look it up. Oh my God. I'm so interested. I'm on the edge of my seat. Um, while we vamp and find out if this is Mormon or not, um, something I, I also recently watched The Pacifier. I did my homework this time. And uh, I think that some of the, just like the vibe of this movie and the vibe of Vin Diesel's The Pacifier, because they were only three years apart, like have some similarities. Like, I don't know, some of the action scenes, like just like the way that you're kind of like thrown around and like certain things are like, like the fight scenes, I don't know. They kind of had a similar vibe. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, with there's like the shaky cam, the punk, well, pop punk, like trash rock music that I love personally. Totally. And, yeah, it's it's a very and it's fun that it's compared to the pacifier because like the pacifier is supposed to be silly and this is begging for you to take it seriously and but they're <laughs> they're both just silly. Totally. Now, oh my God, when I, he like starts running, those special yeah. effects. I cannot wait to get to that part. I have so much to say. It's so unreal. The special effects with this, I was shocked that it's a lot of wire work. Hmm. Like it wasn't as much like CG goop squishing as I thought it was going to be. That was definitely there, but like you saw him jump on wire. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> what I'm guessing was like running on a treadmill in front of a green screen for his weird little super speed. Yeah. So they were just swinging him around Dick Grayson style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wire stunts. That's that's what you do. Yeah. yeah when he gets pulled back, like you either. were saying before, it's like very Spider-Man-y. Yeah. It's tactical. And like, I really appreciated that, which I did not expect going in. Uh, have confirmed Meyer is a member of the Church of Latter Day uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Does not drink alcohol, coffee, smoke, watch R-rated movies. 
There's no drinking or smoking in, in any of her books except for the 2008 novel The Host, which like was that like aliens? I think. Oh, I bought that. It's like aliens <laughs> invading people's bodies or something. Apparently, that movie's terrible. Yeah, so. I read the beginning of that. Uh, so I I'm sorry I don't have more information, but yeah, she. She had me like uh, eating out of the palm of her hand, man, in the mid 2000s. Yeah, as a teenager and being a fan of something. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, she was apparently adamant to including any sex in the series. And someone in Time Magazine thinks that's part of the appeal because there is no... Some of the series' appeal is due to its lack of sex and eroticizing of abstinence. There's a... Baby Whoa. later. There's a baby, right? Well, yeah. I I think that this is like not 100%. And it, the sex scene might not be in the book as detailed. I don't it's like know. It's like a stork. Yo, it that. is. It's ferocious. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is like the sex scene that we had all been waiting for. Like, rawr. Like, Cue oh. Cue the girl from the Cheetah Girl song. <laughs> oh right! Do you not know yeah, it? That's no, a deep I, cut. I, yeah, that is a deep cut. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, to to be fair, I think they're married at that point, right? They are. Good point. They're, so that's a good point. So like, yeah, they got married. They're allowed to smash. Um, <laughs> and smash, they will. I'm, it's wild. I don't know if I'm excited for that, but it's gonna happen, and there's gonna be thoughts on it. <laughs> She's like. She's a Mormon. Okay, I'll give it to you. But like... You don't have to give it to me. That is a fact. Yeah. (laughs) Mormons have different ideas, but they're still human people. Um, And she writes dialogue as if these characters are aliens. Yes. It's great. Hmm. Like, because he's like from a different time. So he says things like, instead of like, she's like, oh, my dad, he's like, my father and like mm. all these little like linguistic differences that are trying to make him seem like a hundred years old. Yeah, if it was just him, I would be like, okay, it's like a distancing thing. It makes sense, but it's like everybody. Be- Bella has it too. I feel like the Bella. only person whose dialogue doesn't sound weirdly wooden is Anna Kendrick, and that's just because she is like, I'm a teenage girl, and I'm gonna say teenage girl things. Totally, and you go. She's like, you're going to win an Oscar in like two years, I think, or be nominated at least. Totally. She's kind of like the straight man almost Mm -hmm. where like, she's like, this is actually like what teenagers look and sound like where everyone else is like, I've been watching you from the woods. And it's just like, I I wrote down a few um, lines that I thought were particularly um, awkward, actually. Uh, Like, (laughs) Um, I don't know if you want to do like a full little intro, but like there's this other guy character, uh, Jacob, the werewolf. And his first line to Bella is, we used to make mud pies together when we were little. And I just like, what do you guys think about that as an opening line? I also wrote that down and I found it hilarious because (laughs) first of all, because Taylor Lautner uh, got this part and filmed it when he was 16 years old. So he what? is a child at this point. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. And I don't know. Mud pies is a funny way to start. I didn't know they had history. I get like so much of the like so much Twilight knowledge was from pop culture. So it was like, oh, Team Edward, Team Jacob. She meets totally. two guys and goes two hotties, I guess. <laughs> and and there's just so much that 
the Bella character, I thought that she was a loner. I thought she like was like hoodie up. Nobody likes me. Nobody wants to talk to me. She has a great friend group immediately. Everybody loves her. Like, it's just, it's not what I was expecting from this. The whole town has a weird relationship with the fact that she would visit once a year. Yeah. It's yeah, dude. so weird. And like the, the, the Jacob mud pie line and stuff, that's like the beginning of the film where every person she talks to references it. You know, the waitress in the diner is like, hey, you used to eat eggs when you were eight, huh? Yeah. And I, then that other guy was like, remember me from being butt crack Santa? From and being like, dude, butt yeah, crack Santa. I wrote that line down too. Like, do you <laughs> and, remember me? You sat on my lap when I was Santa once. And I'm like, oh my God, I am so uneasy right now. Also, <laughs> like, that conversation with him ends when he goes, well, you know, those kids loved those tiny bottles. Was he oh, passing God. out airplane bottles of booze to kids? I'm dead. Oh my god! And they just let him walk the streets. They then that they drop so it off like that is a thing, and then the vampires show up to lunch, and then they drop the that she hasn't been here in a while. Yeah, and it's all the vampires all the time. It does start out like this is a weird small town, and then it's just uh, people are going places, but like we need to focus right on the school and not much else. Hmm. Also, I noticed um, watching it this time, like there's a lot of like, like pretty aggressive bullying shit that goes on like right away. Like uh, people are like throwing Twizzlers at her and like She's fucking hungry. crashing trucks into her. And like, the truck thing <laughs> is insane. <laughs> some, some guy, I think, I don't know. Uh, like some guy runs up to her and just like kisses her on the cheek as if that's okay. Like there's all this like really like things that I like just didn't bat an eyelash at like as a kid. Uh, mm. That like watching it now I'm like, huh? I feel none like, of that's okay. I think <laughs> you know? the guy who kisses her on the cheek is also the guy who almost hits her with the truck. The I think the it's van. the same dude. Yeah, mm. or the van. Yeah, where he because loses. she shows up and she is the most uninteresting individual she says hello i'm new in town i'm a box of bran flakes and everybody in the the whole school is like need to plow (laughs) i know they're like oh new person yeah new girl doesn't know how strange i am hot i guess it's like a small town thing it's like new blood need to plow um yeah totally have you guys heard of Twilight Core? Twilight Core? No. Yeah. So Twilight Core um, is like an aesthetic that popped up. Um, I think it peaked in 2021 on TikTok. And it was basically like TikTokers promoting like the costume vibe of uh, like the aesthetic of Twilight. So like there's a lot of like, um, like, like, uh, those like Henley shirts with the little buttons and like mm-hmm. low rise jeans and like a blue filter and like that whole thing is became a really big thing like a couple years ago. It's like a whole vibe I'll show you like I'll send it to you guys later but it's like it's basically like trying to look like um, Kristen Stewart in this movie. It's very so uncomfortable a lot of the time. Yeah it's <laughs> basically my closet from 2008. She just always looks like it's like really cold and she's having a hard time breathing. Well, I mean, blue is icy blue. Icy yeah. Blue. <laughs> but it's like, it's not really that cold. It could be. It is Washington. 
It is Washington in an unspecified time of year. They go to the beach, but everyone is wearing like winter hats and jackets. Yeah, they have like wetsuits on because it's too cold. That's the surfing thing, though. Like you don't want to go surfing. Right, when it's crowded. No, no, no. Not like like not when it's a good day. You don't want to go when it's like sunny. If you're like a real surfer surfer, you want to go when it's like a shitty day because that makes the waves bigger. Right. That sounds hardcore. I don't know from personal experience. <laughs> Full disclaimer. But yeah, they yeah, it's great. They go surfing with her best friends. Uh, do you know the one guy? Mike. Mike. <laughs> Anna Kendrick, Susie Crabgrass from Ned's Declassified. I think I still. Oh really? I it looked like her the second she showed up. The one with the that's glasses. wild. Um, the glasses that look like swimming goggles. Yeah, that's her. Oh, yeah. Can we just, like, get a handle on Bella's friend group? She's got Eric. Eric's She's got... Um, Eric is it Mike? Is Mike is... Eric's the Asian. The long hair? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's, like, really going for it in the beginning. His, <laughs> like, really trying to get with her. His, like, hair and, so is and the other guy. kind of just looks like modern Michael... Like, late period Michael Jackson wear, almost. <laughs> totally. Do you guys want to... Hear my theory? Yes. On Jessica's in film and TV. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I, Go on. <laughs> something I've thought quite a bit about. I've noticed that when a character is a Jessica, she's usually kind of the girl you're not supposed to like. And when she's a Jess, she's like a main character that you do like. Interesting. Bend it like Beckham. New girl. For the Jesses. <laughs> Jessica from Twilight. We're supposed to kind of be like, ew, like she's not a not like other girls girl. Is she's that Anna like Kendrick? other yeah. girls. Okay. Yeah, Anna Kendrick's character. Yet, I don't know. She Here is kind of presented as like, look at this basic dumbass. I should exactly. hang out with her though. Like literally like she would be cool if she weren't so basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's my theory. Interesting. <laughs> that I'd never thought about that and I understand why you have. <laughs> Not everybody's thinking about this. That's weird. <laughs> uh and so when they meet the Cullen family, first impression as they walk through the high school, those are adults. Everyone's Fully. a full-grown adult. Especially what's his name? Emmett, the dumb one. Oh, yeah. The one who, I guess, was just turned because he talks like it's 2006. Is he the... I'm going to... I'm confused. I think Emmett is with Rosalind? Emmett's like the the big one. Yeah, the big He's got the hair and the jacket. Yeah, they're like the tougher couple. And then there's Jasper and Alice, who are like the kind of softer, sweeter couple. They are each other's beards. Alice is gay. (laughs) Alice is so gay every time Connor's she been pops rambling up about into it the for screen. days. <laughs> no, there's a whole thing I think behind that where people think she's like um an uncoded or maybe somewhat coded um like gay character in the series. Absolutely. There's like a whole thing behind that. Die. Also, I just I think a lot of people just like fell in love with her and her whole aesthetic and people are like, "Oh, like Well, yeah. I mean, of the Cullens, she's I I'd say she's the best one. She's cool. I dig her. She had, and everybody got that haircut after that. Yeah, the weird, like, swishy. 
like a pixie spiky sort of thing. It was like very uh, cool right after this movie came out. I don't understand seeing that family and liking any of them. Well, she, I don't know. She <laughs> she comes in. She's just like, hi, I'm here. You seem cool. I see the future. And you go, all right. And then the rest of them are just like, oh, this bitch. Except for Emmett, who's like, I drive a car. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't know. She's <laughs> like the manic pixie dream girl thing. Yeah, kind of. So, I, like, I guess I guess I see it there. Um, but then you got you got the guy who always looks like he's peeking around a corner. Jasper. Jasper. Yeah. Your fiance's <laughs> favorite. Yeah. You've got fucking Flash Thompson. That's Emmett, I believe. And then, I, you know what? I did like the mean girl. I'll give it to you. I like the mean girl. I hate her. She's the worst. The one who, she Ru- crushes a bowl with her bare hands. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You don't want to eat salad? Um, That's perfect. So and then the dad and the mom are the youngest ones. That's so funny. Is what that looked like to <laughs> they me. They do look remarkably like these cannot be your children. This is my mom for all intents and purposes. Like, oh, yeah. Can you just talk like a person for one goddamn minute? I, to be fair, they do specify foster family. Right. Oh, yeah. But that's so- it. I, that's, that's, I, I'm giving them an inch of credit. So we're in the cafeteria and like Bella's friend group is like, oh, those are the Cullens. Cue like 2000s rock uh, or whatever in their entrance. And they're like, and they're all like together, like yeah. together, together. And I'm like, okay, we're just blowing right by that. Yep. Like, that was an incest. They're, they're yeah. doing an incest. Well, yeah, they yeah. are doing an incest. And it, I, I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, do you incest think, is bad? What do you think about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do d- specify the foster family thing. Doesn't make it less fucked up, but makes it the same amount of weird as the Flash TV show with Barry and Iris. Um, not the same amount of weird. Those are not related. These are being presented as related siblings. No, they're foster siblings. Sure, that's not a sure. They say it. But like it's still weird and don't like it, and that's that's I feel similar about the Flash TV show thing. But anyway, for sure. It Do is... you guys think like the whole thing is a little bit weird that like they're not pretending to be college students, for example? Yeah. Like, why are you guys trying to hang out as juniors and seniors in fucking high school all the time? You hundred year old fully fucking creep shows. Like they don't have to pay. Tuition. And then like what? They don't have to pay tuition. <sighs> I guess know. they could go to community college, but like they could also just be fucking burnouts or like nomads or anything. anything. Why do they have to go to school? Right. Because then there would be no story, I guess. But Well, yeah, of course. But then like also, why do you have to, uh, why is this your storyline? Like, why is it like, oh, we're foster siblings who fuck each other and that's fine because we're sexy adults. And it's like, I don't know. And everyone's just cool with that. It's very much like brushed off to fit. I don't think they're in on the fucking each other thing. But I do think it's very abnormal that they say, oh, (laughs) those are the Cullens. They're fucking each other. And then they (laughs) move on. Yeah, the right. jocks sit over saying. there, and there's the theater kids, and that's America's favorite incest family, and these oh, are really? the math geeks. Like, and then, like, seriously, in all of Edward and Bella's dialogue for 
for like 25 minutes is <laughs> and oh, faces. Really? I mean, <laughs> a lot of it is Bella going, hey, why, why, why are you doing this? And Edward going, you know, you smell weird. I'm going to catch an apple with my foot. Goodbye. <laughs> you smell like shit. Okay, wait. Oh, you guys. Hold on. Can we just like pause to appreciate that moment? Um, because as someone, when you read the book and like you've got the first title is the, like I described before, like the pale hands holding the apple. Oh, um, and then you, <laughs> then you get to the part where she drops the apple. He kicks it up with his foot and then holds it in his hand and you get the shot that looks like the so book this cover. Is important. And they do it in okay. the credits with the black <laughs> yeah. and white and the one red. And you go, oh my God, I got that book out of the library when I was in fifth grade because it said vampire. And then I started reading it and went, this shit sucks and never finished it. A sploosh is what I went like. <laughs> it was so cool. I was like, oh my God, they did it. It's just like the cover. Oh my God. Like I lost it. I loved it. Very cool. 10 out of 10. Best part. The movie peaks for me right there. Credits, fine. I'm good. <laughs> I, yeah, that was that was the thing, I guess. It was the thing. <laughs> I loved it. I loved now, Twilight. is this... You have read these books. Um, yes. Is this like a good adaptation? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good, honestly. I think it was... Um, I think I have a lot of problems with twilight as an adult but um my like inner 14 year old fangirl like really goes off when (laughs) when these come on because it was it was really well done i thought it was uh i was really happy with the first one um so yeah it is as ridiculous in the book if that's what you're wondering nice does it stay close to the book as the movies go on or does it get like worse and worse um both So, like, I feel like the story gets weirder and weirder. For me, it goes, I don't know. Twilight's good. New Moon's, Twilight's great. New Moon's good. Eclipse is fire. Breaking Dawn, you went too far. Stop. Interesting. I've heard people really don't like Eclipse. Like, the (sighs) movie, at least. So, I don't know. I don't know what the case is. I don't know what the case is going to be for us. You'll see. Yes. Yeah, we will. Um, there's also <laughs> bad vampires. So the Cullens are good vampires. Then the bad right. ones are just a trio of hunters. Uh, yeah, the guy with the Joe Dirt hair transplant. Is he from another movie? Is he from something? Uh, their names are Laurent, Victoria, and James. Which, yeah. like, James is a really basic name to just have be a bad guy. Even though he doesn't really do anything and his face looks like a child. Um, just ageless people in all of these movies. Yeah. The kids look like adults. The adults look like kids. The whole thing's a little weird. It, siblings are fucking each other. This guy's a hundred years old. Definitely, incest. they're not really siblings, but they are. But they're not. They're not really fucking, but they are. But they're not. Um, <laughs> which one is the one with the Joe? D- I haven't seen Joe Dirt in forever. What? It's Joe James. Dirt. I think Luke's James. Okay, James. Um, I mean. It's an American class. He was in Who's Your Caddy? Anything uh, else? Easy A Burlesque. He's been on this show before. Oh, damn. He played Jack Miller. Um, Maybe Easy A. <laughs> he was snail number one in Turbo. That's where I recognize him from. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, man. He's in the Magnificent Seven remake that I forgot happened. The Adam Sandler movie? 
No, no, the that's Ma- the Ridiculous Six. Yeah, the Magnificent Seven, where it was like Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt, I think. It oh. was like a real cast, and then everyone kind of just brushed it off. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. I didn't see it. You got anything else? Uh, he's been on. He was on the OC as Kevin Volchok. Mm, nope. With the- James Gordon. Maybe I don't know. He no, the guy who played Jim Gordon wasn't he OC before that in Gotham? Oh, in Gotham, I don't. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. He won a bunch of Teen Choice Awards Ooh. for this movie. He was the choice movie villain, and he won the choice movie Rumble with Robert Pattinson. Uh, up against what other movie villains? I who was nominated? It was two thousand eight. What else was in theaters? <laughs> I, I just saw this. Um, Teen Choice Award for Choice Movie Villain. Do they have the nominees? They do. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Yes. All right. So do you guys want to... What the hell? Good. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. He, uh, Cam Gigandet. James won for Twilight. Um, Woo. All right. Do you guys? What wanna... was the first thing you said? His That's last his name? name. Okay. Yeah. It's it's hard to. I I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Johnny Depp won for Sweeney Todd the year before. So just so you know how weird it is. Um, do you guys want hints to try to guess any of them? Nah, fire them off. All right. So it looks like the rest are in alphabetical order. You got Hank Azaria as Kamun Ra from Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. <laughs> and he didn't win? <laughs> and he lost to this guy? <laughs> yeah. Eric Bana as Captain Nero in the Star Trek uh, reboot. That would have been the first one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People love that. Uh, Nolan North is in that. Liev Schreiber as Sabretooth in X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> and... I would argue the biggest outlier, aside from Kamun Ra, uh, Ken Jong as Leslie Chow in The Hangover. Oh, wonderful. Love him. <laughs> he didn't win the year The Hangover came out? It's the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, I was a That's teen seen... when The Hangover came out. Yes, but teen girls are voting for Twilight. <laughs> teen girls are voting for Twilight. <laughs> I mean, the next year, the winner for... Okay, they only did two years in a row. They didn't win every year in a row. Uh, Rachel Lefebvre won for playing Victoria in New Moon. She was in this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, she's she's fierce. Uh, do you want to hear the nominees for 2010? Yeah, sure. This is a fun thing. <laughs> um, you got <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Rex Lewis slash Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. You know, Fun. I never saw those. I didn't know that he was going to be Cobra Commander. I kind of feel bad that it's spoiled. Uh, your fiance's favorite, Christopher Mintz-Plas as Red Mist in Kick-Ass. I did see Kick-Ass. Um, I, I would have watched a third Kick-Ass if they made it. Uh, Mickey Rourke as Whiplash in Iron Man ah. 2. <laughs> and saw that movie in a drive-in. And oh, uh, one of uh, personal great returning villain that came back to our screens this year well last year technically not technically definitely last year uh steven lang as colonel miles quaritch in avatar (laughs) fun so fun uh anyway next year harry potter breaks their streak 
All right, so where are we where right now? We? So we've got. <laughs> so we met the bad vampires. There's three of them. James is the baddest of them, I guess. Yeah. Can we talk about this scene where there's this guy on a boat the- and uh, Victoria walks up and she's like, she's giving like Sandy at the end of Greece, like, sup, stud. And then uh, he just like gets ferociously attacked by these like bro vampires that come out of nowhere. Yeah. James is like, you're always with the questions. Who are you? What are you doing to me? Can you please stop this? You're like, oh, wow, this guy's a real sociopath. Yeah. The other ones just look a little hungry, but he's like really having fun. And I feel like that's like the first sign that like this is going to be the main bad guy. This guy's like having too much fun with it. I mean, it's, they he- say you're saying the questions and then they say the best four questions. Who are you? What are you doing here? What do you want? James. Well, yeah, he's interrupting him. That doesn't count. For me, it did. Uh, Laurent is interrupting him. I, it's they make out James to be like the top bad guy, but he's the least interesting of the three. Like yeah. he's just kind of there, going, "Hmm, want to kill? Want to do some killing? Oh boy, here I love killing." And Laurent's like, "Look, I gotta eat, but like." You know, I'm, I'll kill you if I have to, but also, eh, I don't know about these guys. And Victoria's just cunning and psycho. So, like, they mm. all have something, and James is just like, and I'm blonde. <laughs> Are any of them interesting? More than James. I want to know what Laurent's deal is. I don't know if we ever really get an insight into him, but he it, seems more interesting than James. James is just, like, uh, really, I, I always mix up sadist and masochist. I want to say he's a sadist. Maybe. Sure. So, I like, forget the difference between them. I usually just hear sadomasochism and I go, they're the same thing. Because like, I think in, and I have help from literally the script of Twilight, because uh, Edward Collins says like, oh, what a masochistic lion. So I think that means that he hates himself, right? He wants to do harm to himself. And I think James is a total fucking sadist because he gets, and we'll see, like, I don't want to spoil it. But, like, he gets really weird at the end with the camera, and you can tell he's, like... Oh, yeah. Like, he's really digging it. Like, he's, like, really having too much fun. It's, like... Yeah, yeah when he goes full supervillain and is, like, I got your mom. You want to make a video for Edward? Yeah. We're in a ballet Ugh. studio for some reason. Because that's where she did ballet. Yes. She oh, sucked. Yeah. <laughs> she told her mom she sucked. She sucked at everything. That's her plot line. She says up and she goes, here I am. I'm boring. And then she meets some people and they're like, hello, what's your name? And she's like, I'm pretty boring. (laughs) And then she meets a new group of people and she's like, herm, herm, herm. And they're like, hey, do you want to have a personality? And she goes, herm, herm, herm. And then they slurp her arm and the movie ends. (laughs) I mean, perfect summary to Become a vampire. Vampire venom has to affect you. Yeah, so, I think that fits most vampire like uh, I guess setups, right? You gotta get a bite. I just it's gotta go in your blood. It was never. I don't know. I never heard it described as venom, and like that venom. just threw me off. Yeah, <clears throat> that was bad. Oh uh, yeah, I do see what you mean now. Like, cause all of a sudden you're like a snake. Yeah. Well, and the vampire lore in this is like. Every vampire has a special superpower. Like Love it. Edward can read minds except for Bella's and is super Very fast. Sexy. They don't 
uh alice can see the future they don't really talk about anybody else's in this one um oh yeah i literally forget what everybody else's thing is their skin is oil slick well and yeah, so they, sparkly they what do you guys think about that they walk out in the sun and sparkle <laughs> whatever cool they're doing their own unique thing but my question is so is there never any like count dracula ass vampire like stories for people to know about because bella goes into all of these situations she doesn't have any she doesn't bring any garlic with her she doesn't bring like a wooden steak (laughs) like if she just like i don't know had like garlic salt as pocket sand with her at all times then wouldn't she be fine um i think you have to uh, what does Edward say when they're gonna chop okay, so them like, up after, and burn them or whatever? Yeah. yeah, we gotta chop them up into a million pieces and set them on fire. That's the only way. And, so and then they don't. Well, yeah, dude. Wow. Well, Alice just rips his fucking end. head off. Just very casually, she snaps his fucking neck like it's nothing. She's like, I'm a cute little pixie. I play baseball. And like completely <laughs> snaps this fucker's neck right the fuck in half. And that's why she's the best Cullen and she's queer. Is that the is that enough pieces? Uh, the body? I don't know. I think as long as you set them on fire, you're good. Um, yeah, a weapon that is discussed is mace or pepper spray. Yeah. Think, right? Which... There's a rule of three pretty funny thing that happens there where, like, the first time Edward tries to take Bella out, like, he's like, oh, hi, um, Mr. Swan. Like, I'm Edward Cullen. I'm going to take Bella. We're going to go play baseball with my family. And there's like a whole thing there that kind of makes me sad because like he wants to connect with Bella with baseball and he's like, oh, Bella's going to play baseball. Bella's going to play baseball. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. It's like, okay, rude. <laughs> um, and then he's like, hey, Bella, do you have um, do you have that mace I gave you? And then when James attacks her, she uses mace on him, does nothing. Absolutely he just nothing. like blinks twice and keeps attacking her. And then at the very end, the dad is like, I got you some more mace. Like, do you have it? And I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, that time I actually had fun with the mate. Like, that was good. Yeah. I, again, love Charlie. Best part of the saga so far. Charlie Spawn saga. But it, that was the one time I was like, he's like, I refilled your mace for you. I'm like, you didn't ask her why she had to use it. What? Like, shouldn't you be like, you've been a good dad. You've been concerned about her well-being and like helping her adjust. But that's the one time where you're just like, eh, she probably, I don't know, dropped it. Like, Yeah, she it... might have just practiced. <laughs> she used it I wonder how stairs. she got that broken leg. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> cool. Does she not have the arm bruise also? The no, story that they point. go with is that she rolled down the stairs and out a window. <laughs> she tripped so hard that she fell out a window. She has a bite mark on her arm. <laughs> I, Dude, good point. I guess, Where, what I was know. that? I guess she Why was wasn't just that talked about? Doing makeup. Maybe she's a wrap. It's wrapped up. She does have a wrap. Um, maybe mm. she said, "Oh yeah, the animal," or like an animal bit me or something. They told her the 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 girl, the lady who killed Jack Bauer's wife, Nina, was in uh-huh. there, and she said, "Oh, don't worry. Edward told us what happened and how you got hurt. You don't remember." You rolled down the stairs and out the window. It. You tripped so hard. You fell out of window. I, uh, and I then Jack Bauer really shot her three times. That's Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer's not in this. But Nina is for some reason. That is funny. 
So. Uh, there's one thing that, like, what I'm guessing is going to be the rest of the franchise. The dynamic of Bella going, turn me into a vampire, please. I wanted yeah. to. I can already tell that's going to be exhausting. Yeah, that's like everything she wants. Because like, how pissed would you be if you found out that your partner is immortal and uh, you're not and you're also a teenager so you can't even conceive the future and you're obsessed with everything? That's fun. And like, I don't know. I think there's like, that's her whole thing. That's all she wants. And it's it's really annoying because she almost gets what she wants and then they undo it. Like, isn't it true that if they just let her be, she would have become a vampire, like, right here in the first movie. Wasn't the thing yeah. that she was going to die, they had to do it different because she wasn't going to survive the thing? I, I too thought much that's vampire. what happened. It, it, that might have been it. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe her body couldn't take it or, like, they have to do it a specific, special way. I thought it was that she wasn't going to be able to survive, so he had to get out of there. Or but, is Edward... A controlling, uh, subtly abusive boyfriend who, like, wants to control her decisions, even though she's like of sound mind and like wants to be a vampire. He's like, mm, nope, silly but, little baby. But I don't like vampires. I like stinky, stinky human ladies. Like, right? Like, wouldn't that also like make your time easier? You wouldn't like want to rip her face off all the time so bad, which is a totally healthy dynamic. Like that yeah. is like. Yeah, we should start a relationship. Why? Because I want to kill and eat you constantly. Okay, Army Hammer. Yeah, can we, like, talk about, like, that whole thing in the scene, like, uh, where they're in the woods, where, like, she, do- she like, has this classic, like, scary movie montage where she, like, reads a bunch of old books, and, like, now she, like, understands the lore, and um, she, like, confronts him at school, says nothing, he follows her into the woods, and they have this whole intense scene where he basically is like, I will murder you. And she's like, I'm not scared of you. Yeah. And it's like, it's so fucking problematic. That I like, like, there are so many like, uh, like people on the internet who have done a better job than I could ever do, like explaining this. But like, holy shit, what the fuck is that dynamic? Isn't it like there are three things I knew? One, Edward wanted to fucking murder me. Two, right. he's a vampire. Three, I am so in love with him. I know. It's like so fucking toxic. I can't even like fucking wrap my mind around it. It's wild. Super duper toxic. It was skimming the Wikipedia. Apparently in 2004, uh, they were supposed to make this with MTV Films. But then they completely changed it. Made it more action oriented. And Bella was a long-distance runner who cursed cool. and used shotguns against vampires that killed her father. Better movie. Riding jet skis and being chased by the FBI. What the hell was this? Ooh. See, that's a movie I, I would stick around for a whole nother, could, like, redo of this franchise. Because you know they're going to do it in 10 years. Because they always do that. Yeah, And eventually. I will be the fucking first person in line to see what they do next. It'll be... I. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, if it's long enough in the future, I would like very much to audition for the part of Charlie, just so you can keep actors with the last name Burke as the dad, because this is oh, played yeah. by Billy Burke. No relation, oh, I don't think. You should ask Luke for tips. He's an expert <laughs> yeah. on the Charlie Swan character. 
So there's also this like whole teenage like um, milestones trope with prom and like uh, the girls are getting their prom dress and Bella like doesn't give a fuck because she's not like other girls and she's like into just being sad over here in a cardigan. She wears jeans underneath her prom dress to normal prom. Like, oh my God. weird little prom at like... A restaurant, maybe? I, I still don't fully know where they were. <laughs> that is so funny because, like, this movie is really where they're like, I'm going to wear Converse to prom, like, kind of thing started. Where, like, um, there's this really funny video I, I've seen recently where, like, someone, I, I forget what it is, like, but someone's like, I, like, people are not letting me wear my Converse to prom. And then the other girls are like, no, like, you can do that. Like, no one cares. Like, that's very cool. Like, go yeah. off. And they're like, no, I'm different. I'm like, ah, like there's this whole like thing going on there. I, yeah, it's a lot of this movie's nuts. The end credits are insane. Like when it just fades to black and white on Victoria and then that weird song plays. It's, there's, it's a series. That's a sequel tease. Yeah, I know. It just, right. I did not expect it to, I thought it was going to like cut to black or something, but to fade directly into the credits. I was like, oh. We're losing color and it's over. Interesting. I mean, like nothing could be, I don't know if this is worse or better than the pacifier ending where uh, the wrestling coach just all of a sudden has had this behind the scenes character change like of heart where he's now so into theater that he's dressed up as a nun from The Sound of Music. It's great. And it's, it, that's what we end on, isn't it? That's like shot. the last It's a close shot. up of him getting applause and being like, I love this. <laughs> yeah right so like compare like the lash out of victoria's face to the lash out of the wrestler's face and i don't know vote it, for that whatever you what do you think is better i mean obviously i'm gonna give it to frogman little puppet uh again <laughs> whatever other nickname he gives himself in the pacifier that's what's setting us up for a pacifier sequel i i hope man i remember vin said something about it in 2021 in something Ooh. just like we're thinking about it and if that happens, we should campaign to at least get a cameo. <laughs> to be there. Yeah, but like, or just a cameo is like, I don't know, he's training other babysitters and we pop up and we're like, we're two shitty babysitters. And he goes, yeah. get out. And we go, hee hee hee. We're incompetent. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're at the premiere. Yeah, and we go to the premiere. <laughs> you guys, like the first, when I, so I hadn't seen The Pacifier since 2005, other than like two days ago mm. when I was getting ready for this. And the first time Vin Diesel says, we're doing it my way, no highway option. I went, oh, my God, I get it yeah, now. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> and I was like, wow. We had a whole every list time of, he said it, I was amazed. I thought it was so funny. We had a whole list of quotes of like, maybe this could be what the name of the thing is. But um, the director of this, Catherine Hardwick, apparently really wanted to direct New Moon, but Summit wanted it out neck in 2009 and she's like i can't Whoa. work with that amount of turnaround like in less than a year so she got booted uh other movies she did were oh remember the red riding hood horror movie yeah like, i Huntsman? do no that's, that's no a different way. thing no yeah it's like amanda seyfried and like the wolf is a werewolf terrorizing the town she blew up for a minute she's still good she She's yeah, but like cool. there really was, she had see. a thing, you know. There was Mama Mia the happened, and yeah. 
It was that space of time. Jennifer's body, Les Miserables, Mean Girls. Yeah. You guys, I just saw a really cool. I, I want to say it was with Vogue where Amanda Seyfried like, is talking about her past roles. And it's really mm-hmm. good. And it really made me want to watch the um, Hulu series that she does where she's, is her name Elizabeth Holmes? Yeah. She's, she's like the, fake doctor the or something. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's this really, really interesting scene that I've played like 10 times where she like gets the deep voice down and it's like her practicing in the mirror and it's like really intense and really cool. And just like go watch that scene if you haven't, because it's going to make you, I don't know, for me, just like, I like, I don't know, thinking about like the way that people use their voices, mm-hmm. like that is so interesting to me like the choice to like like where she's like saying the same line like over and over and then she says it over like lower and lower and lower and then you're like oh my god like holy shit that was very cool and very serious and i love man it's afraid ah i love it <laughs> she's great um let's see what else has this director done something called miss you already bunch of things i don't know oh, she lit. was an executive producer on don't worry darling I don't know. Did you guys see that? That got a lot of shit. Yeah. Just uh, not that long ago. I watched it last week. What'd you think? Not a fan. Um, No. I think for like 75 minutes, it's really, really good. Mm. Uh, I think visually, it's a very cool movie. There's a lot of good performances. And then the twist happens and they didn't write the rest of the movie. Like they just did this twist that was kind of limp. And then, like, I've never seen a movie so quickly and completely suck all the air out of the balloon. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. There's, like, intrigue and mystery for a while. But then once you think you clicked into it, it just, like, kind of, I don't know. They, like, they wrote a script and they were like, that's going to be a lot of cool trailer shots. And they went, and the finale is going to be. And they went, we're going to end it. It's going to stop. Oh, I hate when movies do that. What a tease. But interesting. Oh, and her... I love Florence Pugh. Oh, she's, she's good great. in it. Oh, my God. The mm. She's on the press tour for that Zach Braff movie now, The Good Person Thing. And, mm. like, every time she talks, I'm like, man, I want to be best friends with her. She seems like such a cool person, and she's very talented. She's so cool. Have you seen Midsommar? Just yet. Oh, my God, guys. Close your laptop and go watch Midsummer. I saw the other one. I know one, we're here to talk about Midsommar. Twilight, but <laughs> too, that's too an scared. amazing movie. Hereditary, awesome. I went, no thank you. And then they were like, it's like Hereditary, but different. And I went, no um, thank yeah, you. Yeah, but Same like guy. not. But isn't it the uh, other way around? Isn't it like Hereditary's like Midsummer? Well, Midsummer came later. Oh, it did? All yeah. right. There's definitely some similarities because they're directed by the same. What is his name? Ari, Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Uh, so like there, it is similar. Um, there are some things that are really visually disturbing in Hereditary that are just different in Midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> you should watch it. It's so good. He's just, I will eventually. He's not my speed. But um, mm-hmm. is there right. anything else we want to talk about with Twilight before moving on to the criteria? Oh, let me check. I wrote some notes. Um, big note that just says Alice Gay. That's so funny. <laughs> There's a whole thing to that. Um, um, oh yeah, I think I said everything I wanted to. What were you gonna say, Connor? They don't have fangs. We don't see fangs. Um, and I just in, found that hmm. odd. They keep them That's in their mouth. Yeah, but like. She gets bitten, but we don't see, like, 
the classic like vampire like and then they get bigger well there's four more of these movies i know i just i found that strange that's not a good or a bad (laughs) that is just i went huh no fang maybe there'll be teeth in the next one for you Hmm. gotta hang around for the teeth if if only i hadn't already watched that one maybe there'll be teeth in the one after that (laughs) i found something that we haven't talked about um carlisle bad doctor i'm just gonna put that out here bad doctor uh so many times just a bad doctor well, uh he does a little neuro exam on bella flashes light in her eyes and is like you're good to go her eyes that's don't not great do the right thing maybe that's his vampire power is seeing if someone is sick or not maybe seeing how okay they are because like it does make sense if he's a bad doctor because he's from like the 1700s <laughs> well so like he wouldn't keep going back to medical school and also, to be fair, she was in the hospital for not getting hit by a car. So right. yeah. you can pretty quickly walk in and go, yep, not hit by a car. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, where like he he's basically his job as a doctor is to gaslight you in a white coat. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's his whole thing. And also, um, there's a se- the second time we get to see him do practice medicine. Um, he just like. They walk up to the police station and he's like, oh, yeah, this is the guy that got attacked. He's fucked. And I'm like, wow, that's a a huge HIPAA violation, bro. You can't just tell us who's hurt. That's true. You don't do that. Like, Very true. And really bad. And then um, just throughout Bad Doctor. Um, and oh, one more thing I wanted to talk about was what do we think about Edward as a stalker? He is. Fully, like, yes. and like very brushed off, uh, like where there's this scene where Bella has a dream, quote unquote, about him. And uh, he was absolutely standing there in the room and he watches her sleep every night. Yeah, he he admits it. Like they're cuddling up together and he's like, yeah, I do like to watch you sleep. And she goes, okay. That's cool. My oh, boy here's... is paying attention to me aside from other boys that are paying attention to me. I feel right? inclined to mention at this juncture that he is a vampire, and this is a movie about vampires. Yeah, he's a stalker mm. vampire. He, He's the bad guy. Well, no, right. well, James is the bad guy. They're all the bad guy. Yes. What, the and only is, good guy is Mike? Yeah. <laughs> but is, Mike is, is not a vampire. Who's my, Oh, yeah, Mike is... No, he's a goblin. <laughs> when you see yeah. the mummy... Going down the hall with his arms. Uh, you're not like, does that guy Wanna cheat? fuck that mummy. <laughs> Definitely not that. You're not like, oh. how does that guy report his, you know, his income losses to the IRS? You're like, that's a bad guy. He doesn't make money. Yeah, you don't know, man. The, the, the mummy? The, the monster from the Black Lagoon. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Whatever. <laughs> You lost. You're, you're not like, like he just he, you're not like, is he doing bank fraud? You know, but, but the, you're like, ah, but it's not being presented to you as these are in disguise as humans. So like when something, when a monster or a creature or something is in disguise as a human living as a human, you go like, well, that doesn't really make sense of how I live and like how they live. You know, that's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's a it's a vampire. <laughs> so 
funny. So are you guys watching these all in a row? Like, is the next podcast you're recording going to be New Moon? Probably. Uh, I mean, we've recorded most of our non-Twilight episodes at this point. And I think we just have one more non, I think. Yes. Yeah, we just have Chuck and Larry. Um, oh, great. <laughs> but yeah, the rest, it's going to be just all the Twilights. And they have to be in order. Very exciting. I think you're going to see more and more. What made me think of that is that Jacob is like for a while going to be posed as the good guy. But I don't know. I don't think there's a single good guy in this series. Jacob. Except which one's Jacob? A Taylor the oh, the wolf. Okay. Taylor Lautner. Very you know, dirty. Always boy. dirty. Every time. There are no good guys in this series except for Charlie Swan. <laughs> that is such a good point. Oh yeah, wait, before we before we uh uh move on, uh give me your full take on Charlie Swan. I love him. And he's he, great. And he tries, but he's also kind of like um I don't know. What's your what's your ruling on whether or not Charlie Swan is a good dad? He's a great dad. He's not overbearing. He tries his best to relate with his daughter, but he also understands like she might need to go out sometimes. If he thinks she's in danger, he's in, he encouraging her to stay with her mother, which like even though it breaks his heart, it's like I don't know, he's just he's a good dad. He's a good chill dad and you know, whatever you think about the police, he's great. Um he's like a really fun character i don't know if i can concrete say that he's like a good dad um he's definitely like a single father and he's not there very often he's trying his best he's trying yes a single dad who works two jobs who loves his (laughs) when are we gonna start watching episodes of reba that's so funny oh my god (sighs) uh so criteria we do this every week uh to compare it to the pacifier itself Starting off with, what do you think of the soundtrack? How does it compare? I love Muse so much. <laughs> and, you know, I, and I was like, oh, yeah, the baseball scene. Like, what does this have to do with baseball? And then it was like, once Supermassive Black Hole started playing, I was like, oh, wait, this fucking slaps. It, I mean, that's a great scene. The soundtrack is fun. It's very indie, emo, late so 2000s. Indie. I still give it to the Pacifier for just like, just just the nonsense alt-rock pop punk bullshit the montages and the pacifier are pretty fantastic yeah this had that theme mm. is that in other stuff it montages be like the theme like, from twilight being yeah like, like is it the theme from twilight or is it something else i don't know oh, it sounded really thing? familiar the piano yeah. scene, like that that song blew up like that I feel like is the most recognizable Twilight is song. It's called the Bella's Edward's Lullaby. Piano. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what because I feel like I've heard that outside of this. Honestly, it might have been on TikTok. Yeah, it sure has. I think that's also part of just but like, this like Twilight core moment. TikTok. Okay, well then, uh, fine. We lived. I, I lived a lot of years in between 2008 and TikTok. And Vine was the best year. <laughs> Vine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not um, seeing anything about well what Bella's Lullaby has been reused as. I don't know. If anybody is knowledgeable on that, let us know. That's a song, and that's what I have to say about the soundtrack. Okay. I also, I love the last song, and I realized that in this um, last rewatch of it. Um, 
It's very indie, and I'm going to be downloading it right after this podcast recording. Nice. Uh, is there anything as memorable in this film as the Peter Panda dance was in The Pacifier? Oh, man. The Peter Panda dance is pretty iconic, especially like when he uses it to like get through all the uh, like spy the sort of obstacles. Finale. <laughs> That's pretty wonderful. Um, I think that... The thing that comes close is the tw- as as um, Robert Pattinson speed running up that mountain that and is, hang on tight, okay. little spider monkey. Those are pretty. Yeah, those iconic. Are, that's the line. A lot of yeah. weird monkey stuff got said. A lot of monkey stuff is said. For me, it's a similar scene of being in the forest because I saw countless YouTube parodies of it. Say it out loud. So good. Just oh, so yeah. much. The one I remember most, I think, was Smosh of just like you're a vampire. No, I just play lots of World of Warcraft. That's why I'm so pale. <laughs> Dumb shit. I'll tell you what I'm not going to forget. It's right in the beginning when she first moves to Spoon. Um, <laughs> Stinky and his grandfather show up. And she's like, hey, Stinky's grandfather, how are you? And he's like, I've been dancing a lot because you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Um, and then Stinky and Bella start talking. And Charlie... And Stinky's grandfather are just in the background for the whole scene, just like doing the Carlton. (laughs) I did not notice that. (laughs) Would you roll it back after this? Oh my God, we should. Uh, Yeah, I'll watch it a third time. (laughs) So funny. Um, uh, Who's your Brad Garrett, Carol Kane, wacky, memorable, favorite side character in the film? Oh... Let's see. Um, I love Bella's little friend group. Um, but I think my favorite side character is going to have to be Alex or Jasper's uh, stare off into Pluto as a character. <laughs> he doesn't do much. He just looks out into the distance. Yeah, that's yes, its yeah. own whole character, I think. Very fun. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's some, the something wrong is he's undead. He is a vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick? Okay. Yeah. My two should be incredibly obvious. It's either Charlie Swan or Alice Cullen. Yeah. And I have a feeling that every movie, they're going to be in there. They sure are. You're going to have a good time. I'm so excited. Uh, and last but not least, is there anything... That's as batshit insane in this as the Sound of Music subplot from The Pacifier. Oh, man. This whole movie's uh, pretty fucking batshit. It's nuts. Insane. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. But I did love that. And I forgot about that twist. And I was, uh, it was a whole, like, I was watching it for the first time, I swear to God. Where you're like, holy shit, ugh, like, why we are... Why are there Nazis this, this in this children's movie? The swastika in your backpack is a very large red flag. <laughs> uh, okay. And then you're like, oh, it's Sound of Music. Oh, that's fun. Um, that was a fun plot twist. I don't know. Uh, I feel like this movie doesn't twist as much. It's more just, like, weird in your face the whole time. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, say, it doesn't have to be a twist, like... I don't know. For me personally, the most batshit insane thing about this movie, the two things are just the blue filter of it all. It's mm. it's blue. nuts. It's too blue. And of course, <laughs> but crack Santa hands out liquor to children. 
Butt crack Santa was a lot. Um, I think I, I have a line for that. I wrote, um, I quoted that line and then the note I wrote for it was, fuck's sake, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was my opinion on that, that whole character. Um, and, um, Oh, I noted that the baseball scene, I think, was the bluest scene of all. It was insanely blue and a little too short. Well, I could have used more. I would have watched um, all nine baseball. innings. It was you know what? That is, that's a batshit crazy part. Just the fact, just the whole baseball fucking subplot. They have what to the play fuck? baseball in a thunderstorm because they hit the ball too hard. So funny. I think it's the prom. Yeah. Um, I planned a prom. Casino wasn't an option. Um, it, it happens in that weird log cabin. Um, yeah. Anna Kendrick picks a different dress than they talked about before. Oh, yeah. But then, they pretend, then they pretend like it's the same dress. Huh. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. I guess I, that's I, not I really a weird subplot, but the rest that. of the well, prom it, is. It doesn't have to be a subplot. <laughs> but I love it. Uh, and we, uh, yeah. Uh, th- 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 we, th- yeah. Th- 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 so what's Fantastic. your final, <laughs> what's your final rating for the film? And is it better or worse than the past fire? Oh, they're just so different. But I mean, is the pacifier like our gold standard five out of five stars? It's whatever you think. You bet it is. I, I just, I love Twilight so much. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> That's like we're not gonna fight you for not liking. The same <laughs> like, thing. oh, you didn't like it as much as the pacifier. You I didn't mean, play the game right. Honestly, um, I put it on even footing with the pacifier. I like it for similar silly what? reasons. I give it what? Th- I give it three point eight spider monkeys out of five. <laughs> no. It is yes. so good. No. Yes. It's a bag of monkey teeth. This movie is doo doo worse than the pacifier. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I give it. Four and a half out of five blue lenses. There you go. To put wow, in front of your camera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we have our new game that we've been doing that we like to call Fill It Up With Diesel. <laughs> Where would you cast Vin in this movie? It can be as a new character. He can be replacing the casting for an existing character. You can give him his whole side plot if you want. Where would you put him? Oh, Easy. Bella Swan. Okay. <laughs> I would on. love to see this whole thing done, but Vin Diesel as Bella Swan. I think that would be a perfect casting and um, is the only way you could improve upon this film. I, in a similar vein, to make <laughs> one of my favorite characters even better, you still got to put a wig on him. But I think he'd be a terrific Alice. <laughs> I totally, I thought that was going somewhere else. And then it really was funny. I was like, oh, he's going to make him Jacob. And then the twist of it being Alice really had me. I, it, it would be funny to see him and Jasper standing next together and him being all bubbly. It'd be so 10 out of 10. Luke, um, what would you do? I'd give him a smaller role this time than usual. Uh, They'd be in the hospital at the end, and Nina from 24 <laughs> would be like, this stuff happened to you. Don't you remember? And then Bella would go, like she does. And then her mother would be like, this is what happened. Except for while she was explaining it, we'd see a flashback. 
and it would be a flashback in blue, probably. And you would see Bella standing on top of the stairs. And then you would see Vin Diesel push her down the stairs. <laughs> and then she would roll down a flight of stairs. And then she'd hit the middle part. And then Vin Diesel would be there also. And he would push her out a window. Perfect. That's um okay. That's something. <laughs> I like how you made him an extra. <laughs> yeah. An extra, but, but an also a very, yeah, incredibly featured extra. So that was our first experience with Twilight. Thank you very much for coming back, Jessica. Anytime. Love it. Love this. Love Twilight. Uh, um, do you really have great. anything you want to plug or where anyone can find you online or anything like that? Um, I'm on Instagram at Jess Seriano with three O's. Um, and that's kind of where I mostly hang out. Awesome. And as for us, uh, you can tune in next week for our Daddy Daycare episode with returning guest Mike King. That's that's a fun episode. Uh, we've got that one in the can. And of course, you can follow. Yes, um, you can follow us anywhere. Uh, your Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at No Highway Pod for all of them. Uh, you can email us nohighwaypod at gmail.com if you want to guest, if you want to say something about an episode we did. Of course, on your favorite podcast providers, leave a like or stars and give us a comment. Do you write a review, follow. I don't know what all the things are. Lit. And naturally. <laughs> no highway pot on all those things. Yeah. And our music, uh, theme music was composed by Ian C. Weber. This week, the C stands for. Claw? Are you just doing a claw hand? Claw works. Uh, this was a crescent moon, but claw was... Oh, good one! That, that works, but also you were doing Yeah, this. Luke, I feel like you need this your fingers together. Nobody can see this, but I want everyone to know this that kind of Luke's crescent, crescent moon. moon had all his fingers spread apart like he yeah, was coming like here to... Yeah, like a claw. And because like it's an audio medium, I want you to know that my crescent was perfect. <laughs> Who do you believe? Hmm, if only the video got saved to someone's computer when they did the export. Too bad. Oops. It, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can Ian Crescent Claw Clawman Weber. Uh, you can follow the link in our show description to hear more of Ian's cool stuff on his website. And do we have anything else? Alright, well. Thank you again for listening. Tune in next week. And as always, for now, for No Highway Option, I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. And And I'm Jess. And as always, these have been all of our opinions. And if you didn't agree with them, that is too bad because it's our way. No No Highway highway option. Option.